London was full of dreamers, imagining other places, he felt. Now the peeling paint on the clapboard was like another reprimand. He jumped over the crazy paving of the front yard, edges striking skywards like a row of teeth growing awry. He turned left, up the hill, the boxy skyscrapers of central London just about visible through the pollution haze in the distance. Shit, he had forgotten his keys. Mum would nag him about it when he returned. The day was muggy and close, and he had on a T-shirt that was too thick and made him sweat. Chester was waddling, making strange wheezing noises as he grubbed about on the pavement, weaving round the skinny saplings that lined the road. Despite his protestations, Darren loved this dog. He used to walk him miles over the downs behind Brighton when they lived on the south coast, desperate to get out of the house and away from his mum's grief and the spectre of his missing sister. They'd moved to South London a year after Carly's disappearance, passing the exodus of people moving from London to the coast for a better life and fresher air. He always felt he was going in the opposite direction to other people. He crossed the street at the top of the rise, but Chester didn't follow, sitting instead by the edge of the road, paws dangling over the gutter. Come on, Darren called to him. Chester didn't move. Darren crossed the street and bent down, ruffled his ears. Come on, old timer. Chester gave a low whine of pain and got to his feet, turned in a circle, his breath coming in jagged gasps. Chester? Darren put his hand out towards him as a violent shudder passed along Chester's back. Darren fancied the dog looked up at him with despair in his eyes. Another whine escaped, louder and more desperate. Chester's legs collapsed under him, and he stared up at Darren as if disappointed. Darren managed to say, No, before the dog's painful panting stopped, and he was still. Darren crouched down over Chester, shocked. The dog was ten years old, too young to die, surely. He bent down and picked the dog up in his arms and walked back down the hill to the house. Chester was surprisingly heavy. Darren rang the doorbell with his chin, and his mum pulled it open, ready to let loose a stream of invective about the forgotten keys. But instead, she stood stupefied. As Darren came in, the body of the dog large and awkward in the small hallway. He just keeled over in the street at the top of the hill. Mum had her hand over her mouth as Dad came out of the living room. She put a shaking hand on Chester's head. Darren could see her lip beginning to go, the quiver that always began one of her crying jags. He died right in front of me. He could see his mum's face crumpling like a paper bag, and he knew he had to say something to try to make it better. He didn't suffer, mum. The lies we tell, Darren thought, to make it better. Death was not easy or quick. He died right away. As soon as he'd said it, he wished he could take it back. He heard her jagged in-breath and the wail that came after it. Mum, I didn't mean... Darren. Dad was trying to butt in. I've got the body of her dog, but I haven't got her. 
Darren felt his knees give way and he had to slump against the wall. I can stand by the grave of her dog, hold him in my arms now he's gone, but not my own daughter. She never had me there. Melanie. Andy's long arms were round his wife's shoulders now, her wailing coming louder as if the hallway wasn't loud enough to contain it. Anger chased after her grief as Chester had chased his tail in earlier years. All I get is a dog. This dog'll get a better scent off than Carly. Darren and his dad looked at each other and tried to swing into action. They had done this before, on the many occasions that had set his mum off. This time, Andy dragged her into the kitchen and took some pills off a kitchen shelf, urging her to take one. Darren was still holding Chester's body, a weight in his arms so heavy he was in danger of developing back spasms. Melanie was quieter now.